Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast at E3, or should I say formerly known as E3. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Asura Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Gilbert Gottfried Fortner. What's going on, man? Oh, man. Blessed and highly favored, brother. Blessed and highly favored, my brother. Every day. Glad to be in the land of the living, sir, on this lovely weekend with you as well. Shout out to homie Adam. Uh, yes, I have been watching that damn TikTok shit either. As much as I talk about not fucking with TikTok, I watched that TikTok probably fifty goddamn times since he posted it out because that it, that's that's my spirit animal, and I feel like I want to summon him in uh, the game of Elder Ring every day. Be, uh, Tree Sentinel. Yeah. So shout out if you want to see that you can join the uh, Facebook tribe, which is if people still fuck around with Facebook other than old people, man. But how how you doing today, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I was thinking about the other the other day. I was like, I ain't been on Facebook and I don't know, except to post like the episodes when we drop them. Outside of that, I don't really go on there that much. I'm on there, man. I mean, you know, I'm old, man, and it's a, you know, it's 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 good for businesses. It's good for businesses. Like it's good for you know promotion, but and it's meta. I don't think now. it's good for society. It's anyway, meta. Yeah, it's the metaverse right. now, which everybody wants to be a part of. Get them Zuck bucks so you can get you some virtual pussy on virtual. Oh, sorry, for you might have to edit that, but I'm sure there'll be methadone addicts at the home doing heroin with fucking Oculuses on, spending spending Zuck bucks in the next twenty years. It'll be fine. Well, it was just like when, like, okay, so the thing that cracked me up about that is you just watch these companies ride the waves and the trends and stuff. Like, I just, like, it, this This is when I started becoming realizing of it was, like, probably back with, like, the Pride Month stuff, right? Where, like, all of a sudden all these companies do the Pride thing and it is what it is. And then all of a sudden now the Metaverse thing. And before this, it was NFTs. All these companies were like, we're giving away NFTs. We're Walmart. We're going to give you NFTs. We're DC. <laughs> and now it's the Metaverse thing. So... The company behind Gundam and the company Epic have both announced their own separate metaverses that they're trying to create. And I'm like, everybody's trying to ride this way? <laughs> like, y'all all trying to ride this way? I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, man. I ain't gonna lie. I, I wasn't expecting this to go this route, but I will say I do like, I do like VV. Yeah, you know, and you know, I, yeah. I, I haven't invested in anything um, in Omni, but I do like VV. Yeah, there's an NFT platform that I'm gonna fuck with more just because I'm a comic book head. Is a weird way. I've got way. that like, one. I've, I've got the app. Yeah, I, I haven't I bought like, anything, but I I've got the like, app. I'm not. Yeah, I just like it. Yeah. It's just nothing. I like, like to I'm look at the stuff but, that they drop, and I'm like, that's yeah. Interesting. It's just like some, especially with the uh, with the AR. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of childish and shit like it that. Is. Like I get it. And then plus, you know, I'll actually read the comic books. It's kind of funny, but I don't. I don't really take anything from it, but anyway, man, I, 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 I think uh, I threw you off on the interrupt interruption on the introduction. 
Um, cause I was talking that shit, but I'm actually a little tired today, man. I'm just excited to be recording with you again. I think we got some shit to get off our chest. You know, are we going back to the 1980s, sir? Is that what's going to happen? Yes. Inflation is at 8.5%. Like Mozzie said, you know what I'm saying? 80s was the dopest era, though. So are we going to find some dopeness in it? Man, anyway. I would I would like to see some of the creativity of the 80s again, back when they made every kind of thing possible. And they're just like, let's see what sticks. Here's a movie about a comet. When America had factories. <laughs> Here's a movie about a comet falling to Earth and two teenage California girls get stuck in a movie theater with two other guys, but it's the girls who are tough and not the guys. And I was like, I love Night at the Comet. That's a great movie. Here's a movie about 12, or not 12, It's here's a movie about four 12-year-olds fighting universal monsters, and we'll call it the Monster Squad. And I was like, yes, let's hey, make man, those you movies. You sound like a fucking idiot, though, B. I love you enough to tell you. What the fuck are you talking about, like, overall society affecting the fucking entertainment properties that we get in real yes. life, motherfucker? Those have no effect on how people I'm tired of comic book movies. Them. That's what I'm saying. I'm tired of comic book movies. I want, I want real cinema. And by real cinema, I mean four 12-year-olds fighting the universal monsters. That's real cinema. Wolfman has nards. Meh. <laughs> I'm in a whole other place today. <laughs> yeah, man. Because I, I just thought it just made me envision them people getting smuggled in tunnels from, in Sacramento for some reason. Again, I don't know why some of the shit. All right, let's get it together. We're going to have to actually edit the show. <laughs> Never. We got to get to it. Because we, we hadn't even talked with This is a whole lot of cathodery going on right now. It is a whole lot of lost. If you are If you have made it to this point and you are a new listener, thank you. Uh, you are already kind of indoctrinated. Yes. Um, yes. You know, we talk our shit, we swallow our spit, but you know, I know the game, the, the show is about video games and shit like that, pop culture, but it's ultimately about whatever the fuck we like to talk about. Um, you know, the tribe already knows that, but that's right. Uh, what are we actually talking about? This yes. Week, welcome. Again. Welcome. If this is your first time joining us, me and Todd host a video game show. We talk about, uh, gaming uh what we've been playing the news a round table sometimes we do a top seven listen to last episode for the top seven masterpieces in gaming this week we are talking about well it's okay <laughs> that's what i'm calling it well it's okay it's okay to have a difference in opinions like this was all launched off by some youtube drama and new york times versus the washington post and like all this weird like stuff in the atmosphere where it's like hey you know what you don't have to like the thing that i don't like but if you don't like the thing i don't like like today's modern era is like if you don't like the thing that i don't like and everybody else likes you're a bad person like that doesn't make sense that doesn't make any sense whatsoever maybe we're used to it because we're from a certain generation where we're just like yeah, all right, cool. You don't like what I like? Whatever. We, we can talk about it. We can argue the points. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. If you didn't get into the thing, you didn't get into the thing. Like, okay. I think I think we come from an era where we weren't allowed access to, or so many people weren't allowed access yeah. to have pertinent opinions. That's true. Well, it's like opinions. channels when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, just like, like it was just kind of like, well, you know, that asinine opinion that this motherfucker had somewhere in backwater Bugipsy didn't have like 1200 people listening to him like we're we're those people 
we are we are people. we are those people yes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, like yeah, we we, we wouldn't we didn't have an opinion 20 years ago so like you multiply us by 20 million more more than that you know what i'm saying yeah. and it, it no it, it's an interesting world it's not all good or bad yeah i would agree i mean i i find it kind of fascinating where it's just like yeah i mean i don't have to like the thing you like and you don't have to like the thing that i like for us to get along and that's okay but that's the crazy thing about Elden Ring and why it's still we still talk about it and we're gonna be talking about it. And I'm grateful right. for that. Like I'm I'm fucking with the game and we'll dig into that a little bit more. But it's like I told you, man, it, like once I started seeing Cash Nasty reacts, the two K millionaire start streaming Elden Ring and RDC World. Yeah. You know, of it's course the like right the doctor now. disrespects the shit that now that's outside of the people that I expect. Like the young yays, the Dreamcast guys, Gamer Ranks, kind of Jake Baldino, Review Tech guy. You know, like the new or OG4. Like everybody's talking about it. You know what I mean? Like everybody, it, it's had its artistic effect, whether you like it or not. Like great art, like I always say to me, humble opinion, always it's, invokes an emotional reaction. It's 9 <laughs> o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, and it's currently got 40,000 viewers on Twitch. Just no doubt, watching right. Elden Ring. Like, it's right. the hot thing right now. It is. Right. It is the trending thing in gaming right now. And there's not a lot of other things that are going to be trending at this time of the year. Like, that's just kind of how it goes. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Elden Ring will eventually fall off and it'll go back to, you know, people watching other stuff or talking about other stuff until the next DLC comes out. And then you're going to lose a certain percentage of people who are watching it. More people will be checking out the DLC and then it'll fall off again. That's the, it's the natural cycle of a popular game. Like that's that's what it is. It's the natural cycle of a popular game. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I got like no, no, no. You four hours of sleep because of Elden. Man, I know it's all, right, right, right. And I'm yeah. going. You know, I got some shit to do. I'm, I'm working some things out. And I mean, again, I've been really enjoying Elden Ring. Now, like, have I been enjoying it as much as you? I, I don't think because of the certain disconnections. You know what I'm saying? Where you spend a little bit more time and really gave a fuck where I'm just trying to I'm not even just gonna say I'm trying to get through it now uh but you know I have enjoyed the times of kind of taking the training wheels off now that I'm overpowered for certain areas and just actually exploring and I'm really you know enjoying the game but I also enjoyed Bioware's Anthem and thought it had potential like motherfucking Destiny did so what the fuck does my opinion really matter in a lot of big scheme of things you know what I mean well I um, thought about that so, too because I was like I've been enjoying Final Fantasy Origins, and that's got like a sixty-something on Metacritic, and I was like, I like it. <laughs> it's terrible, but I like it. <laughs> so I don't know what it really just say like what my opinion matters. <laughs> it's. I, I mean, I feel like it based on the tribe that we got, and we've been playing. I mean, just doing the show yeah. for five years, but yeah. it's just that's. But like, like, what's up with people and their opinions? Like, that's the thing. I think that's how we got there. More, we kind of caught up. I know I gave you a break because it was the anniversary when, and you know, shout out to to you and, and the wife for that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. But uh, when, when we we still would have our moments, like okay, we still talking about fucking Elden Ring. Like where you at? What you doing? And, <laughs> yeah. and you would be like, okay, we need to go over here. Like I found a new farm. I found a new farm that can get you like 192 thousand in like a minute. You gonna have tell to tell you me. That. You gonna have to tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. In, it's in the same area with the bird. I'm in a new game plus three right now. Yeah, so you need it. Yeah, like, well, I'm a level two. Last night I crossed level two thirty. 
Right, so right, right. like I'm I'm still uh, like way OP for a lot of stuff. Like I melted Radon again. Um, <laughs> poor Radon in that cheese. I thought that was so funny. People were like I'm gonna lead his ass over to the beach. Watch this. You gonna drown Radon? <laughs> like, that that cheese still cracks me up a little bit. That that is yeah. That, so, I, 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 died, I died trying to get him the cheese though. I had to actually I had to actually beat him and it was cool. But um. I would do. I do kind of want to get into because this was really inspired by the article that the articles that came out as yeah. well. And I'm glad we we kind of have time to give it a couple of days and sleep on the shit a little bit and go back. And I actually the first reaction I had, I hadn't read the article yet, so I gave it a chance to to kind of simmer. Like thinking about the New York, it's like New York Post and even the environment that this article was even written in. Yeah. And maybe what they're experiencing is as, as opposed to what I'm experiencing living in the cushiness of all that is Texas. You know what I'm saying? And also recently, like total sidebar, but it does kind of feel like I can't. I, I'm thinking Elden Ring all the time. I think that's a big part of what you got to do to like get through it. It's like take a this damn near class you got to take sometimes. And if you're not down for that, that could turn you off. Well, it's been a good distraction from Chinese people screaming. In towers, yes. like my, like I screamed after my dad passed out at a Sonic, like I thought he was dead, right? It, like, have you ever seen somebody? You know how somebody gets shot and just pass out, and they they body go limp and shit like yes. that. Yes, like I, I saw that happen with my father one time when he can't pick me up from school, right? Shout out to him. Me and me and him just got in an argument, so maybe that's why this is randomly coming up. And I don't talk to my mother enough, so <laughs> but I love you both. If you hear this story, it, it, it'll it'll wrap back around. But the whole the whole point it made me think about like real life like really I, I don't it, I don't want to get into the full details of why but basically he passed out and on a sonic table after we were headed home like and I literally thought he was dead and the scream that came out of me was just like a noise that was multiplied ten thousand times that I hear these Chinese folks yes. I don't mean to giggle at that in these towers and shit and it's just very surreal and weird time to to like live in so some of the points i would think like the new york post was you know trying to make which i could understand you could take and have whatever opinion if you think it's stupid that i get it but i also like we create content that kind of connects a lot of different things in in, in a broader scale and it's like well it doesn't make it does kind of make sense this is in a way a perfect game for this type of environment when it's a post lockdown environment where we used to be inside where gaming sales have gone up and they allude to that in the article you know based on the fact that people are inside and yeah. it's and it's and and it's not microtransactiony and it's different you know than the 2Ks and shit you even got a some a small sliver of the 2K community moving over based on meta bills that's like I said I made that comparison that I do feel like I'm in I'm I do you know, I have some credence to discuss and speak on. I got a certain level of experience. A hundred percent. You know, I might, you know, be able to speak on that a little bit to where, okay, I can see how those worlds can collide in an open world experience based on a well-balanced fighting fantasy game that offers accessibility to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I'm not saying like you made a point in pre-recording on the other, in the, in the bonus show where, basically you know what i'm saying it's like shit to say the problem with the article is when you say the only reason why it's successful is because of the environment we're in but i think it's asinine to think that what we collectively you know 
gravitate to as a society or as a culture, you know what I'm saying, isn't affected by what the fuck like severe historical oh, 100%. events going on now. You know what I'm saying? And it's in the one thing I did want to point out, it's like weird though, because it does feel like because of that niche growth, if you do criticize the game, it's like you really do have to cradle the game's balls and suck its dick. Like and let it come all over your face, and it's just like keep on doing it. And I and I know I'm a black man, so I cannot talk about the LGB community, T community, because of all the rights that they've helped me to get and all this other kind of shit. And I don't want to be attacked like the Kwame dude and all that. Other. I'm not saying the game is bad. Please, I just don't want to feel like I got to suck well, the balls and dick. You can't. And I can't say anything negative. It's just weird. It's a weird situation where like okay, so so to go to two, three things to comment on three things. First off, New York Times, that piece, don't go after the writer. That's the editor's fault, 100%, because that's that's clearly an organization that just doesn't understand gaming. They don't. They don't have anybody writing for them who understands gaming or even comprehends what real gaming is, and I get it. But don't go after the writer. That's not their fault. That's the editor's fault. Is it an asinine comment and statement? Yes, but do they make a good point? Yes, because going to your second point, Todd, your second point about culture affecting what we're into that's that's 100% a real thing. I'm sorry. Go look at the 70s film market. We were coming off the Vietnam War. America had rising gas prices. We had a president who was lying to us and was a fraud, um, committing crimes from the Oval Office. And if you look at the film market in the 70s, guess what it shows you? It is bleak. It is dirty. It is aggressive. And it is mean. Like, most 70s movies are mean. They're They're really, I mean, they're good. I love the 70s. But at the same time, like, if you watch it, like, until 77 when Star Wars comes out, like, it is just dirty cinema for the most part. It's it's pissed off, it's angry, and it hates the world. I mean, for crying out loud, you had Panic at Needle Park, which is one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen, with Al Pacino playing a heroin addict, like, living in New York. Like, that's a... And that was on the theaters. Like, that's not like a little indie movie. That was like a movie that came out to theaters. The third thing is... Don't let get don't go don't get butt hurt when somebody has a different opinion than you. Like, I'm sorry, but especially like the New York Times. Like, first of all, journalists generally will write articles now because of the clickbait thing. That's a real thing. I'm sorry, that's a real thing. Clickbait's a real thing. It's not. Most journals are just trying to keep up with YouTube bloggers at this point. The Sun. I saw an article headline the other day. The Sun that said it said snowflake students say that Frankenstein's monster was a victim and not a monster. And I was like, yeah, that was kind of the whole point of that book was he was a victim of his creator. Like, you bring up a great fucking point. Like newspapers are fucking dead. And they if, are. It, if a hit dog, a hit dog holler, if, if, if people that had a, like, I didn't even, I really don't give a fuck about the article. No, so obviously somebody had to feel something like if you I feel like if you overreact to that article to me, for humble opinion, if you overreact to that article and start name calling and rock slinging for fucking reason, like you must feel like it may be some possible truth to it. That's my humble opinion. And it was also interesting that people would just like jump on with well, Washington Post came back with a with a jab at it. I'm like, do you like Jeff Bezos owns Washington Post? Yeah, like just think about not, that. They're like, not good guys. If you want to. Like there's no like like I think I think this is a I don't think New York gives a fuck about like I think this is the best thing New York Times I think this is the best thing that could have happened like yes like you said it's clickbait and we're talking about it I also think again we talking about 
the New York fucking times. What are their perspective? Like, I don't know what it was like in New York during the lockdown. Like, they're having no. a rising case right now again that we're trying to ignore. I don't have to worry about that. I live in Texas, bitch. I'm free. Or if you're in Florida, titties and ass is still out. But if you're in the New York Times, it might seem bleak and motherfucking. Did anybody else play Division Two? I really love that game. <laughs> you know who else doesn't care about that article? Miyazaki. He doesn't care about that article. Right. He's right. He's, like, he's okay. getting his dick sucked right now by somebody named Wu Get you know what I'm saying? Like he's fucking rich. He is the Jordan Belfort of gaming right now. But this is another thing, one more point about gaming that I find very hypocritical and interesting. People are now all of a sudden saying the game is great. And I, I agree in a sense because of its sales. But they make a direct comparison to Call of Duty, which gets shit on. All the so, time. So, so, so now sales does equate great games. That Now it does all of a sudden. Now, when Madden consistently was uh-huh. outselling, out 2K outselling, Grand Theft Auto's out selling. Motherfucking Call of Duty's out selling. These are shit games for shit reasons because of microtransactions and shit like that. As soon as the firm software game, deservingly so, deservingly so, gradually grows up and has its time to shine, now all of a sudden, overall sales matter so goddamn much. Apparently so. Apparently that's the only way we judge success in this society is by sales. And it, is, and it is hypocritical. Like, Okay, I'll give you an example of my opinion that dissents with probably the massive public of gaming. I don't like the Call of Duty games that much. I haven't liked them since 2004. Like, they're not my thing. I've tried them, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, this isn't for me. That's fine. <laughs> I have never once in my life sat down and said, if you like the Call of Duty games, you're clearly you know, missing a couple of brain cells. No, because I understand the appeal of it. Like, I get it. I understand. I was a Counter-Strike player back in the day. I get why people like those kind of games. Is it for me now in this part of my life? No, it's not. It is not for me at this point in my life. It's just not, it doesn't work for me. I'm not good at them. I get frustrated. I get killed all the time. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not. And I don't have the time, just like the the single father who's wanting to come home and just play games. Like, I don't have the time to sit there and play like 200 hours of Call of Duty, you know, because I've got other stuff to enjoy. So if you get into this game and you bounce off of it, don't feel bad. Like, that's not a problem. Like, if you don't want to put the hours in, time is an economy among itself. And in fact, I would say that time is the most important economy the older you get. It is, it's not about the money you spend. It's not about the places you can go on a Saturday night. It's about how am I effectively utilizing the hours in my day? Am I doing something that makes me happy? And am I doing something that makes me productive to a degree? That's it. Those are the questions you really should be asking yourself. So it's like, I know people get crap and they get smacked about like bouncing off these games real quick. But if you recognize it's not for you, it's not for you. What you don't do is you go flame an entire community because this game pissed you off because you can't get into it and you're standing at, staring at the world from the outside. That's what you don't do. That's the bad response. Like, Don't tell Elden Ring community fans to go kill themselves or scream about how it's a trash game after you attack the first NPC you see and you're mad because he won't stop trying to kill you. 
Like these are unforgiving. Right. That's games. how you get a lynch in there, boy. <laughs> That's how you get a lynch in there, boy. Don't be eyeballing Betty, boy. If you if you're not gonna play it, don't be eyeballing Betty, boy. <laughs> you see that truck and rope, huh? Oh God! The whole community. They're gonna take postcard pictures and send it to family. Round that old tree with the low hanging. No. Low hanging fruit. Tarnished. Uh, but yeah, man. I will say, man, one thing I love about uh what I love about uh Elden Ring is Yes. I feel like though they have some of the great like the cutscenes, the major bosses are some of my favorite. That's where I finally figured out like, oh, this is where I am. I don't know what a melted mushroom does, bro, and I don't even give a fuck. Oh, I have no idea. I have not even interacted with the crafting system. All I know is I get annoyed when I get a melted mushroom because I don't know what the fuck it is, and I could care less what it is instead of getting a great ruin and or somber smithing stone. But uh, I feel like no matter how grotesque and crazy, like there are some weird, spooky-ass mini-bosses, bosses, great bosses, the whole nine. The whole shit is eerie and everything. But I do feel, I personally feel like I was prepared for this because it's not more frightening than like trying to deal with a fentanyl head baby that's high, high hopped up on perks playing little Uzi Vert real loud <laughs> on your ear when you're trying right. to grind for your last shooting badge after you've been playing and put extra. In, uh, I feel like I've been prepared is what I'm saying. Yeah. For this. And it's, it's been a good escape for me personally to have my Samuel L. Jackson op like you know it's, it's just a fun fun escape but uh yeah like I, I i don't i do feel like there is i don't feel like again i don't think that's the only reason why i sold not at all but on a no. broader scale i'm great like it's it's something that makes me grateful for this game for me personally like my cousin came over he's still trying to talk me out of playing elden ring like man you got you gave up 2k22 one of the greatest goddamn games ever made when it comes to basketball and our whole old humble opinion you know what I'm saying to uh, get on Elden Ring I was trying to show him and that's why I say it hadn't really it hasn't pierced all the way yet and part of that is because to me like something we've talked about it like the environment the difference between like just the Protestant ideal of certain kind of things and and, uh, and you, anyway but like it's just the, the whole setting like it's just not a place I want to, some people want to spend a lot of time right but I was trying to let him know, like, this might be why you're sitting there spending four and five games, which is the bane of existence. I've shown I, I actually went through four games. I went through Elden Ring, Horizon for three games, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West and Miles Morales. I was like, bro, I made four bills in 2K. That's four different games. He knew what I was talking about, but he still was like, nah, I can't really fuck with it. But I know maybe Elden Ring, two. By that time, y'all going to have to introduce, I think the niche world of FromSoft fans are going to be introduced to the Finnall here babies and at that point well see what's here's gonna what's going to happen well maybe it depends right so the, there's there's kind of two perspectives on the the concept of Elden Ring too it's like do you even return to Elden Ring or do you create something all new together Miyazaki will be pressured one way or the other the thing about From Software and Miyazaki is they don't care they never have They've been creating these games for a long time. They create what they want to create when they want to create it. They're they're very much the same way that I would say the Kojima is. Like with Death Stranding, that's how Miyazaki is. Like they just create what they want to create, which is fair. They're very stubborn known developers and creators. And they're 
I don't know if Miyazaki's as hard to work with as Kojima's reportedly been hard to work with in the past by major studios. Um, but you don't tell Kojima what to do and you don't tell Miyazaki what to do. That's two things. <laughs> However, that being said, if they do go for Elden Ring 2 and you see the introduction of a whole new base of community, which you're seeing right now to a degree, is does this continue? Does the trend continue of if you don't absolutely love the game, then clearly you hate the game. That's That seems to be kind of the base opinion right now because, like, I to prepare for this conversation, I browsed Reddit. And, it, of course, the Elden Ring subreddit has, like, a million-plus sub subscribers to it or whatever. And I wanted to see what dissenting opinions, like, how they were received. Because I've got some opinions about that in-run game that it's it's just basically a boss run. And it could be very frustrating, and I see where it could turn people off. I mean, Bob were actually talking about it yesterday, and I told him, I was like, you know, I think at the very end game, I, I feel like I wish the Erdtree was a legacy dungeon, and you had split the last two bosses up a little bit. I understand why they didn't do it, because it is a challenge. Like, it's it's a challenging fight to have to, like, manage your flasks and still try to make it through that fight without dying, and still try to fight the last boss. I get it, but I almost wish like I wanted. I when I got to the Earth Tree, spoiler alert: when you get there, if you haven't been there yet, there's not much there. <laughs> like, there's and I wanted more because there's this giant tree on the map. It's huge. It's in the center of the map, and it's freaking huge. And there's almost nothing there, and that was disappointing to me. That was a criticism I had. So I looked up dissenting opinions on Reddit to kind of see what the response was. And the dissenting opinions were not well received. <laughs> that was just like, but I classified these. I categorized these into two different opinions. There was the, my pride has hurt opinion, which you can tell you very well can tell. Like I can't beat this game. Therefore it sucks. That's not real. That's not a real opinion. That's a pride opinion. And then there was legitimate criticism. And it was legitimately like, okay, I see your point. I get what you're saying. Like, you don't think this is a good part. I, I totally understand. The balance is off here. The legitimate criticism was not... Re it was received the same way that the pride criticism was received. Like, the pride hurt criticism was just basically like, oh, you suck, get good. No, that's not how you respond. <laughs> like, that's... Yes. Yeah, it was just like... There will hey, man, be none Will's of that good, good conversation. Rock, bro. Slam Will Smith let Chris Rock <laughs> better suck Elden Ring's decrepit, hard, kind of soft dick. Cradle the balls, <laughs> shove them in your mouth and throw. I know a girl that prides herself off that. Her Instagram photo is an open mouth. She's beautiful too. If you untie me, I will literally suck your dick right now. I told you for the last time, I love the pussy. I'll cradle the balls, stroke the shaft, work the pipe. Swallow the gravy. Get it over here, buddy. Let's do this. Anyway, um, but that, that's what you need to do. Like, that's what everybody that enjoys Elden Ring needs to do. Change their profile pictures to, you know, like <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, like, and it's just... Again, we might need to edit this fucking thing, man. I don't know what... I need some fucking donuts and some sugar as <laughs> low. But, and, but it's... it's anyway. It is really kind I of... I love the game. I do, too. I... To me, this I is, don't want to suck his dick. I'd rather suck his titties like that girl. Even I'll the criticisms, even the criticisms I have of the game, like the few criticisms I have, like I'm like, 
it's still my favorite game I've played in the last 20 years. Like, it's still, in my opinion, probably one of the greatest games, if not the greatest game I've ever played. I mean, for me, that says a lot, but I, to criticize something is to love it. Like, it is to, that's what people forget. Like, you can still be critical of something you love. I love all nine. Constructive, as long as it's, it's constructive. constructive and not, yes. yeah, if it's something maybe to, you love it so much that you wanted to reach an unattainable goal of perfection, like in a relationship. But that also causes motherfuckers to break up when you got un- That's un- true, unintended true. expectations. So I get it, but it's not, it, so it's a fine line. I get it. It's not like recognizing flaws is not a bad thing. Right. Like nothing's perfect. Guess what happened to music in the music industry is they stopped recognizing flaws on recording. I want people to go back and go listen to any seventies recording. I don't care what it is. Soul, R and B, classic rock, jazz, whatever. You will find mistakes on those recordings. Because they're recording those live. They didn't have the same type of tracks that we do. They were recording track to track, reel to reel, whatever. That makes that music better, in my opinion. To have those little moments where there's clearly a flaw in the recording somewhere. Go back and uh, even go back to the 90s, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. That's what makes that record perfect, is there's a certain amount of flaws that gets picked up on that record. And that's what makes it beautiful and raw and real. And now today's modern pop music, they have edited all the flaws out and even though i did hear and see back to sales people are spending more money on music now than ever based on streaming which is weird to me because i'm live from an area era of walkman when you had to go and spend 22 dollars on a cd disc yeah right you know so i was like there's no possible way but it makes sense when everybody's streaming i also wanted to go back to the reason why i screamed out um uh fucking will smith slap chris rock like some but the reason why I said the Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock thing is because the one thing about I, I will challenge you on a little bit, and I hate to use that phrase, but Hideo Kojima, as much as I respect him, and Miyazaki, as much as I'm growing to respect him based on Elden Ring, success can corrupt. It's very, it has a high percentage of corruption, and I'm not going to pretend to know how, like what they may be forced to do or may not be forced to do like even in her day uh, kojima's career like it's not like there weren't consequences at some point he just does what the fuck he wants to do yeah and, but there are consequences for said choices and, so, he, and i and i'm not gonna pretend to know the in and workings of uh like millions and millions of dollar business deals and what contractual obligations yep. these motherfuckers might have in association with certain game development designs I think the genius of it is how they may be able to get around those traps. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, You know, and part of it, too, is there are certain people in the industry, just like with any industry, that can operate outside the bounds of funding. They don't need it. They don't need it. And, you know, From Software is one of those developers that doesn't need it because they don't care. Well, the reason specifically I make that point, too, is because we talked about it. I feel like the game size is beautiful, but I don't know if that was a great that feel that felt like if we're going to go off of feelings without fact, I feel like if that was maybe not a a game design choice, just based on from software history and past where I think that was another area where if a person has a problem with some of the repeat nature of assets and why, which I don't necessarily feel the same way, yeah. but 
that might be something that they could have tightened up as well. Because, you know what I mean? Just a little bit. Like, But it's also like, well, shit, people would bitch about it. So big corporation is like, make it the biggest fucking most bosses. Like, make it a point. Put it in the news since everybody gives a fuck about the news. About how many games are in it because we got to sell this motherfucker. And did people didn't expect it to sell like this. You said it yourself. The developers don't expect people to go into all of this no. shit. So why else would the fuck you put it in there? No, because I went through it. I went through all, whatever, 200 bosses in the game. The, the categorized bosses. And there's a lot of repeating content later on or through the game. You get a lot of repeating assets and different style of bosses. They're, they're the same boss, but they just have a tendency to be... They're either shaded different, they're colored different, they have a different ability, etc. There's some different challenges, and I get it. Like they're not expected. And it's dope. dope. I just it's played dope. the draconian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not. You know, they don't expect people to dive into these. They don't. I mean, really, this game is designed for you to explore. Ultimately, that's how the game is designed, and I get it. Um, you know, and there have been some moments where it's like in my rush to platinum it, which I've got one trophy left and I'm going to get it today, but in my rush to platinum it, I've noticed that even some of the map can be frustrating. You're just like, well, how do I get here? But I think that's kind of ingenious because that's kind of a puzzle built into the game itself is how to navigate it and how to get to where you need to go. Now, as far as the size of the game itself, I'm not sure if that was a From Software choice, if that was a Bandai Namco choice. Who knows? Who knows? I I, I would bet on it being a From Software choice because they have a tendency to put stuff in their games regardless, and that's what they want to do, and maybe that was the challenge they sought. Because I will put this on the same pedestal of I respect From Software, who has a much more lengthy history than the developers I'm about to say, I will respect. I respect them almost the same way that I respect Hello Games, like the people who did No Man's Sky, like the concept that you have a team that is very not like it's not a large development team, and you're able to create stuff like this. That's kind of incredible. Now, what about the other side of that story? What does that mean for people who actually work from software? Is there crunch time? Are they working eighteen hours a day? What's the reality behind this? Because you know, we think that these studios are untouchable, but look what happened to CD Projekt Red. Like, until Cyberpunk came out, CD Projekt Red was heralded as, like, the second coming of game developers. And then C- Cyberpunk came out, look what happened. Now, would you say, would you say that corporate direction might have had an effect oh, 100%. on some of the right a hundred percent because we don't know the real story we're not in these meetings we're not this Chinese is, people screaming in towers my brother yeah this is robot all dogs and drones in the sky and we want to make them the heroes but like I'll remind people too that like Blizzard was once the hero sucking dicks yeah, look what happened like Damn balls speaking of that I in re- the Cosby room I rewatched that Cosby announcement sweaters. When they announced the new Diablo game was going to be mobile, I rewatched that whole thing and I was like, that's still one of the funniest moments ever. When all those guys are just like, well, great, you're going to mobile, but what about PC? And that was kind of like all the questions. What's that? I'm sorry. I've been talking about dick sucking way too much, but it just, it really like, and I mean, it's certain creators where I'm just like, it's okay to get the Elden come on your face. Let it come all over you. I mean, I'd rather probably rather like a, you know, 
it's like a juicy pussy dropping on my head. That's what I feel like. I feel like that's what yeah. Elden Ring Two will be. Um, but this game does fuck you in in, in uh yeah, in not a gentle <laughs> way. Not a gentle. No, way. no, no. Well, I mean, it can, you can make it gentle. You just gotta go to a weird fucking place. You just gotta kill birds. You just gotta do you some do. shit. You gotta you become do. an angry person and just sit there for hours doing mundane shit for me. You know what I'm saying? Just to go back and, and release the rage of the Comet Azure. Oh, see it, but then you get to fuck. Then you get to I fuck. I forget who said then it. You get the, to rape and pillage. I forget who said it in the Discord, but it was Dewey was in there talking about how he bought it and then returned it because it just wasn't his thing. And then somebody, what what does he need to know? Just kill Big Bird, get good. And I'm just like, you know what? That's kind of the that's kill Big Bird. Like, yeah. Total sidebar, man, because I know we gotta I, I, we gotta wrap up in a little bit because of my motherfucking irresponsible ass having some shit to do. But did we were, were we recording when we were talking about um Colossus being a mass murdering no. rapist? No. Okay. No, no, we were not. Uh but yeah, so basically Putin. But the idea that like, okay, and I'm kind of like of two minds here. It's like most of the time when I see negative criticism of a game, I'm just like, and I like the game. Okay, I move on. It doesn't affect my enjoyment of the game. Like whatever. Now, do I feel it's wrong that certain people have gotten called out for their bad takes on this game? No, I don't feel that's wrong either. Like, and I'm just talking about the concept of integrity as a reviewer. Like, at least show some integrity. Show that you've tried it. I- explain to me in cohesive and coherent thoughts the reasons why. And I'm going to respect that. Don't tell me it's too hard and you don't like that. Like, that's fine. In, in certain terms, like, if you find it too difficult for yourself, that's fine. But just admit that. Like, don't don't, don't give me the pride hurt review. The hurt pride review. Is, is that what Kitty Pride would have said? That is what Kitty Pride would have said. It's... Speaking of that, go play Final Fantasy Origins. That game's trash, and I love it. It reminds me of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I figured out why I was comparing Final Fantasy VII to Elden Ring and how much I remembered how much yeah. I love Final Fantasy VII. Well, I haven't quite figured out why it keeps reminding me of that, but I figured out why I'm enjoying Elden Ring in a different kind of way, and it does boil down to the customization, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. the difference. That's the fine line. But there's other things. about. I, I still had not figured out why I'm just like there have been certain moments those games are totally different, but it just it makes me think about a lot of the fun that I had with the Final Fantasy VII remake game, and just a different kind of um, even just exploring the differences in the mechanics was just fun throughout that entire game. It's a totally different experience. But anyway, um, what else? What else we got for this week? Um, uh, Final Fantasy time. Origins, developed by Team Ninja. I really like it, but that game is trash. It's 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 Kingdom Hearts. It's it's that's the way I feel about it. But it's I guess a lot of people have said that it is, um, it's basically, uh, Neo skinned as Final Fantasy, is what they're saying. And so if you like Neo, you'll probably like the combat system in this. There's stance changes, which are job changes. It's, it's level based. So basically, if you want to get ready for the next level, you have to replay certain areas over and over again. But they've got the bonfire system, like, kind of like they do in Dark Souls. It's, it's interesting. I kind of like it. Uh, as far as news, Kingdom Hearts 4 was announced. So, yay. So ready for another Kingdom Hearts core game to be played in a story I still don't understand at all. Um, I think that was it. 
I think that was I think that was the big news this week, actually. If I'm looking at it. Um what else did we have? Did we have anything else? No, I ain't have anything, man. I mean, I would uh, the combat in Elder Ring. That's one thing I kind of was shitting on a little bit in the beginning, but I, it has it's grown on me as I played it more, like I was hoping it did. And yeah. I do see the growth from like a Sekiro to there, and I see that that evolution, which I appreciate. That's one thing I did want to just let you know. But other than that, man. I don't know, man. Speaking of Jeff Bezos, I got an Amazon order on the way. I got to disinfect a little bit because I'm still crazy before uh, I get into um, some other shit today. I think my girl's mad at me, man. You ever, you, you remember that scene from uh, Coming to America where Earl James Earl Jones was talking to Eddie Murphy? He was like, I thought you had sex with your bathers. Yes. I know I do. Yeah. I think she thinks I have sex with my hairdresser. I, I don't. I don't. Good Lord. But I got to get that done. I got to get my shit twisted up like Snoop Dogg, man. But uh, oh, yeah, apparently, got, man. apparently, Waffle House is trending on Twitter right now. And anytime that is great news, that is All fantastic. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, man, we got to edit this show. But I love, I love, the, I love all the tribesmen. Shout out to Venom. I feel you on the story shit, bro. I feel you. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, what 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 is it? Is do we do the same thing? Is that it? Yeah, but real quick, I gotta read this tweet. If your Waffle House cook doesn't look like they have a beat for aggravated assault, then your food is going to be trash. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. Like, get your get your bird flu shots, people. Get em. um, what what? Yeah, what do we say before we log off? Oh yeah, stay humble. Yes, <laughs> stay Good humble. Good night, Cambodia. Good night, Cambodia. And stay humble. Yeah, ham. Mm. We was talking about how Colossus might have been gay, and then how like. <laughs> Hush. What, what happens when when he comes? And, oh, you know, if he's still, he's like he probably shoots bullets. And then it was I was like, well, now nah, he's a mass murderer and rapey. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Lord. And it was just mutant sex. Maybe we'll have a mutant sex show. All right, <laughs> all right. Good night, y'all. Russia. <laughs> uh...